You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Right now, let's look at first college football playoff game, Fiesta Bowl, State Farm Stadium out in Arizona, 4 p.m. kickoff. Uh, TCU, number three versus number two, Michigan. Horned Frog, Frogs, plus 240. Wolverines favored by minus seven and a half, minus 300. The total at 58 and a half. I'm just going to be honest. I never was a believer of TCU being in the college football playoff. And I think they've been put in this three spot just so that way they won't be destroyed by Georgia in an opening game. Let's bring in Double D, our college football expert. Double D, you remember when we were having the conversation earlier in the year when I was saying, look, I think there's just this feeling that they don't want TCU in this bowl game, but because of a series of events, you see at USC losing to Utah and some other things that there was going to be a one-loss team deserving to be there. Does it feel like this line is saying – that TCU is the one loss team that's really in here, not Ohio State in this mix. It, the line says that, but I, d- can you sleep on TCU though? They have nothing. Yes. To, they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Can Max Dungan take this team on his shoulders again and pull off? A quote-unquote miracle of all miracles. We still haven't seen Jim Harbaugh do his oopsie-daisy moment this year where he doesn't have the team completely ready for a game. Both these teams are slow starters. If TCU is in this game at halftime, which I predict they will be, Michigan may not cover this game. Lucy? I I like Michigan here. I was so tempted to take TCU because of the story, because they have nothing to lose. I, I see that. But Michigan, I just up against an elite team like Michigan, I would I think they can win by more than a touchdown here. Yeah, I you know, the seven and a half is too rich for my blood in the spread for Michigan. I think they win. So I'm gonna go with the total under 58 and a half. If there's this oopsie thing that D- double D talks about. I think it might be tied to where they're not putting points on the board right away, but their strength still lies in their defense. And so I could see where it gets to a point where TCU is going to have to force some action and that will play into best what Michigan does, which is on the defensive side. So I can see personally, uh, well, well, actually, actually I can see perceptively happening a situation where Michigan doesn't put a lot of points on the board and that's why the game stays close, but it will never feel like TCU will catch them. Actually, my favorite play of the entire weekend is in this game. Mm. Take the first half under. Both teams are notorious yes. slow starters. 
I think the yep. first half under is a almost guaranteed lock. I don't want to say lock, but I, it's my favorite play the whole weekend for sure. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned the Jim Harbaugh piece of it, you know, in the past, this is where the distraction has been, you know, is Jim Harbaugh going to leave? Is he going to the NFL? What's going on? But because they beat Ohio State, I think now the program is, I think they're, they're working with momentum. Had they lost to Ohio State, and let's say they were in the position, let's say they would be flip-flop with Ohio State in this, then I could see Michigan being the lethargic team in, in all of this. So while I think TCU is going to play with a lot of heart, I don't know if they're going to play into the the goal of Michigan saying we want Georgia because we think it's going to be Georgia, or if we have a chance to beat Ohio State twice in in in, in two in pretty much two out of three games, then you now have superior dominance when it comes to recruiting and everything. So I think that Michigan, while it may be a slow start, I think there will be a dominance in this game that doesn't necessarily get them covering the spread, but keeping that total under and really forcing TCU into some turnovers, preventing them from scoring. David? I wouldn't disagree with it. I actually do have Michigan winning the game. I'm not crazy enough to take TCU. I don't know if they'll cover the spread, though. I agree with you there. All right, let's look at the Peach Bowl. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Technically, well, not technically, but yeah, let's call it what it is, a home game. 8 p.m., number four, Ohio State at Georgia. <laughs> number one, Georgia. Buckeyes plus 220. Bulldogs favored by six and a half. Bulldogs minus 275. The over-under is 62 and a half. Now, this is a game where I do like Georgia to cover the spread because Georgia just has this bulldozing. They don't care what name is on your jersey. It goes back to the very first game of the season against Oregon and how they made Oregon look bad, even though an Oregon team that would later come back and make themselves a viable candidate to be in the playoffs the last two, three weeks of the season. I like Georgia to be a wagon in this game against Ohio State. I'm going with Ohio State here. Ohio State all the way, baby, because I took them at the beginning of this season to win the whole thing. So now they have this second chance. They They did not come to take a line from Tom Brady. They did not come this far just to come this far. And now that they have this chance, I have to take them. Because I also had C.J. Stroud to win the Heisman. So I was all in on Ohio State this year. Um, That didn't happen. So now there's a chance for this to happen. So I like Ohio State here to cover the spread and, of course, to win. Not only do I like Georgia to cover the spread, but I love if a producer could shoot me an alt line of what does minus 10 look like. Just because when Georgia gets rolling, they get rolling and it happens early. I still feel like this Ohio State team is kind of like They were so busy hoping that they could get in. And you've got one of your running backs that's gone. That They've they've transferred out. They're they're going to the pros, so they're not going to have all their pieces there. You see, it'll be a C.J. Stroud, you know, game to show off. But, you know, right now there are no alts. But that's what I'm going to be looking for. If I can find an alt by the middle of the afternoon or sometime later tonight, I'd like to see what maybe minus eight looks like. If he can get me to plus money. Just because the way Georgia has beat up on teams, the total at sixty-two and a half, ooh, I would think that's just that's right on there. That that's right, that's right on there. So, uh, yeah, I'd see Georgia concern, possibly getting close to forty points. 
a concern here too. Yes, a concern here too that I would have about CJ Shroud is that he has been talking recently about the mean things people have been saying on social media. And the fact that he is saying this and I'll, everyone gets mean stuff on social media, the fact that he is dedicating time to even talking about this means it is in his head. And that's a problem. Because if he's playing, thinking there are people like the fact that he's even talking about it means that this is this is an issue that is in his head constantly, possibly mm-hmm. could affect his play. That would be my concern. But again, I have to take Ohio State here. But that was you read that and you're like, oh, this guy might be a little bit out of sorts right now. Yeah, if you want to bet Georgia to win between seven to twelve points, seven to twelve points at BetMGM, that's plus four twenty-five. So that so that gives you a little leeway on the on the small side to cover the spread and you'll get an additional five points and that's plus money at almost four and a half to one. So bet MGM plus four twenty five. Georgia wins between seven to 12 points that, that I might have to change my bet of the day. The best bet. I might've put that in my best bet because Georgia, they just destroy teams. When you look at Ohio state, they're really their only quality win earlier in the season was uh, against Notre Dame. Right. So that's a team that I just don't think is as strong as the name is and the brand is. All right. The Orange Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium, Miami, Florida, Friday, 8 p.m., number six, Tennessee against number seven, Clemson, Vols plus 170, Tigers minus five and a half, Tigers minus 210, total 63 and a half. I've got to roll with Clemson on this one just because uh, Tennessee does not have Hendon, Her- uh, Hendon Hooker. Um, no, no determination yet if he's going to return. Uh, I haven't heard what the family has mentioned. I know he is in rehab right now, uh, working out that knee and, you know, getting into what he would do if he goes to the NFL now or if he stays. There's no telling. But him not being there completely changes this Tennessee offense that was really perfect until the Georgia game. But now as a six-point dog to Clemson, and Clemson's got the quarterback in there that they want, the one who started – I can't say his name. I'm not going to butcher it for his family's sake, but he's transferred to Washington State. So I like Clemson to cover the six points, but I don't like the total to get over 63 and a half. I agree with you on Clemson to cover. I think Hendon Hooker was the guy for like a week and now not so much anymore. So I like Clemson here. Yeah, he went to Oregon State, not Washington State. I knew it was one of the remote Pac-10 state schools. So you know, sometimes on a map, if you've ever seen that commercial where the guy is trying to teach his kid geography, he's got the state of Oregon as Pittsburgh, you know. So, yeah, I just yeah. did that for a second. So, I, DJ, I can't say his last name, uh, you know, without butchering it, but he's on his way to Oregon State. And uh, just the way that whole season ended for them with that quarterback situation is really what took Clemson out of play uh, in that game. Um, Clemson has a lot to prove. The ACC has shown itself to be a bit weaker this year. They tried to push the narrative that Clemson and Carolina, North Carolina would be something and they really weren't. So Clemson kind of became de- dominant to, by default again. Florida State, you know, slipped on a banana peel here and there. So it, it's going to be incumbent on Clemson to show strength against an SEC team. Um, but uh, again, not the same Tennessee team that would have, you know, up until maybe three weeks ago, really up until Herndon Hooker's injury, and before that loss to South Carolina, still would have been in the conversation to be that that number four C with the one loss in this playoff. Just so many things changed on that one play. All right, the Sugar Bowl, which always tends to be a great showdown, somehow, despite who's in it. Caesar Superdome in New Orleans, Saturday noon kickoff. Now that's how thing that's how you know college football has changed. 
The Sugar Bowl never used to be in the middle of the day, but it is number five, Alabama versus number nine, Kansas State. Crimson Tide favored minus six and a half, minus 250. Wildcats plus, Wildcats plus 200 over under 56. You know what's going to be an interesting thing that I'm going to look at is body language in the pressers. Um, you know, like, is Bama really honed in on this game? Are they as hungry for this game as Kansas State is? Kansas State's whole theme this whole year has been nobody's respecting us, nobody's respecting us, nobody's respecting us, and then what do you know? They go ahead and win the Big 12 championship, and now that's what puts them in this game. So Bama at one point was at minus four before anyone was playing, and now it's at minus six and a half. So, I, I, you know what? I, this is the, the this is the upset game that I like Kansas State at plus six and a half. Um, yeah, you still have some of your major pieces for Alabama, and it's going to pretty much kind of be an Alabama home game. But if I want to come away from Kansas State winning outright, I'm going to go with that under of 56, that somehow Alabama may find themselves making some mistakes. They were doing that in their last couple of games. Games that should have been blown became closer. So I like Kansas State if to if the now outright win to definitely keep that total under fifty six. Ooh, so I'm going head to head with you here because I like Alabama minus six and a half. I think this could be a very close game to start. I think Kansas State they're they're no slouch, but I think Alabama the second half will really just open it up, and the second half they will just tear it open, and it could be could be a blowout here. But I would say Alabama minus six and a half. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.